I feel like giving up. Almost every day, in fact. Not all day, of course, but there are moments. My bet is that you have those moments too. If you're the kind of high-achieving, goal-oriented person who finds himself or herself listening to a podcast like this, you're probably used to running into obstacles. Professional obstacles, personal obstacles, or some other kind of obstacles. Most of the time, we deal with obstacles by persevering. Sometimes, we get discouraged and turn to inspirational writing like the one from Vince Lombardi. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. But here's what I would like to ask you. Are you ready to quit? I'm Emily F. Iman and welcome to Rescuing Mondays, the podcast for those who are unemployed by choice or by chance, for those who are underemployed or unhappily employed, for those who are just graduating into the world of work, and for those who love the work they do that they want to inspire others, and ultimately for those who want to experience God in their life and in their workplace. This podcast was created with the belief that there is a better way to see work and to work. My goal here is to encourage and inspire professionals just like you, no matter where you are in your professional, personal, or spiritual journey. You're listening to Episode 5, Three Principles to Quit with Grace and Integrity. Wait a minute, didn't that coach say quitting is a bad idea? Well, I think Lombardi meant to say never quit something with great long-term potential just because You cannot deal with the stress of the moment. Now, this is good advice. Well, we've all seen dramatic scenes on TV or in movies where the character shouts, I quit, and storms out. In real life, this kind of dramatic display is almost never justified and it's certainly not recommended. Whether you're leaving to take a new job, go back to school, spend more time with family, start a business, or for any other reason, Take care to do so with grace and integrity. Remember that you are an ambassador of Christ in the workplace. The way you handle leaving says just as much and maybe more about your character as the way you conducted yourself on the job. Quitting is never easy, but you can do it right. Consider these three principles. Principle 1. Keep working hard. While it's tempting to be complacent as soon as you've turned in your 30-day or 2-week notice, remember that you are still serving your current employer. So make sure you are completely dedicated until your very last day. This can be harder than it sounds, especially if you are excited about leaving. But it's ultimately a question of integrity. Taking it easy during your last week at work might seem like a small thing. But you've made a commitment to work for a current employer right up through that last day. And that's what you must do. Principle 2. Live on a positive note as much as you can. Even if you dislike certain things, now is not the appropriate time to lodge complaints. Instead, focus on the positives as much as possible. It can be a tempting time to air all of your grievances, especially among sympathetic co-workers, but later on, you will likely to regret leaving on a bitter note. Leave your current employer and staff better off than when you arrived. Strive to provide your company with as much value as you can offer. If appropriate, you should have a successor ready to move into your role when you leave. Depending on your position, you might not be choosing your own successor, but you can commit to train your replacement in order to make the transition as smooth as possible. Also, 
try to go the extra mile by being available via call or email when they still have questions or clarifications even after you have left. Here's a personal example. Before I left the last company I was working for, I purchased gifts for the directors and for my direct boss. I carefully wrapped it and wrote each of them a personal handwritten note thanking them for all the trust and the opportunity they have afforded me while working for them. Not only that, I also gave each of my staff a little something, perhaps to remember me by, along with a personal handwritten note for each of them as well. That right there is living on a positive note. I believe so. Principle 3, and is the most important principle in my opinion, don't use your quitting or resignation to try to negotiate your current compensation. If you have considered all the other factors we talked about the last episodes and you've reached the point where you've prayed about your decision and feel that the next right thing is to quit and go on to the next job or role, then that's probably what you should do. Using the threat of resignation merely to strengthen your bargaining position might succeed in getting you more money, but you definitely won't win the respect of your boss or co-workers. And that's the kind of thing they will remember about you that you would want to avoid. If you believe that your current compensation is below market, especially if you have an outside job offer, you can go to your boss and discuss the situation honestly without using the offer to negotiate. It can be a delicate balance but you won't go wrong as long as you strive to conduct yourself with integrity and talk about it more honestly. If your boss does not address your compensation concerns and is important enough to you, then go forward by quitting. When a valued employee offers your resignation, a company might put together an offer to try to keep her on. If this happens to you, it's not wrong to reconsider, but do not let increased compensation change your mind. Remember what we talked about last week? We never really talked about compensation as the reason for quitting, did we? And it also should not be the reason to stay. What is it for you to stay in a highly compensated dead-end job? If you're not going to get to number one, and by that I mean being the best in your world, and we define what best in your world is, you might as well quit, but never make compensation the reason for it. If you need to listen to the last episode so that you can get a clarification of what it is to be number one and what it is to be the best in the world, then go on ahead and listen to it. While living in a huff can certainly be tempting, deep down you don't want to be remembered for your disgruntled exit. When you rise above the lure of living badly and instead quit with grace and integrity, you'll be remembered for the right things. Let me leave you with this quote from Luke chapter 16, verse 10. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. This is the word of the Lord. If this episode has been helpful to you, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss the next one. Also, be sure to leave a review and a 5-star rating because these are really super helpful for others to find this podcast. And for those who did, thank you so much. Come find me on Instagram at emiluiman and at emiluiman.com. I would love to connect with you there. Before you switch gears and go back to work or tackle the rest of your day or enjoy your pleasant evening, let me tell you about a grand narrative. It's epic, remarkable, and redemptive. God created something good. We fell into sin. Jesus made it right. One day, God will make all things new. God created something good. 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. God looked over all He had made, and He saw that it was very good, you included. Even if you don't believe this, it doesn't make this truth less true. We fell into sin. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together, we have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Because of sin, all humanity is separated from God. But Jesus Christ made it right. Jesus came, paid the penalty on our behalf through death on the cross. He was crucified and rose from the dead. He ascended to the heaven and sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. Christ redeemed us. He made it right. And one day, God will make all things new. A day is coming when Christ will return. He will complete His new creation with a new heaven and a new earth. No tears, no pain, no suffering, no brokenness, no helplessness, just love. God will make all things new. Meanwhile, God invites us to join Him in His redemptive work of restoring all things. Have you responded to His invitation yet? If not, do it right now. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, God Almighty, please save me from my sins. I know I fall short of your glory, but I don't want there to be any distance between you and me anymore. I believe that you gave your life on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe that you rose in victory from the grave. Please forgive me for all my sin. Wash all the guilt and shame away. Jesus, make me alive in you. I receive you as my Savior and Lord, and I want to follow you all the days of my life. Thank you for finding me and saving me. I believe it. I receive it. Amen. As always, I hope our time together has helped you see that there is a better way to see work and to work and that God has a plan for your workplace. All you have to do is ask Him to help you see it. Until the next one, I'm Emilou and this has been Rescuing Mondays. Thank you for listening.